Let's do it for real. Do, do, do. You're not allowed to sing it while it goes. That's not how it works. Who do you think you are? <laughs> you think you're you think you're as good as the computer as well, a you, singer? You think you're on computer? <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> oh wait, song's not over, man. Hello, my name's Fred Computer. <laughs> my name's uh, Johnny Laptop. It's uh, we're back. Johnny Hard Drive. And we are back. It's Baby Station. It's the only podcast where we've doxed our location. We're asking people to come stop by and join the podcast for a little bit. And that's actually true. That's, like That's not a joke, actually. Usually, usually Nate says something that's very untrue. But for this episode, we both posted on our Snapchat story, uh, come to the ward reading room if you want to be live on the podcast. That's right. And hey, if you want to get in on more stuff like that, make sure to follow us on Twitter at BabyStationPod. Yes. Yeah, and make sure to like, uh, leave a review, and uh, leave a rating of the podcast if you're having a good time. Uh, I'm Nate. And I'm, I'm Jules. And the thing is, is we don't share this anymore. We, we post an Instagram story once, once a, whenever we release an episode. But once it's a, on... Once a whenever? Once a whenever. So it's on you to share it. It's on you. It's on you. It's your responsibility. Yeah. Once we throw this out there... We don't care about it anymore. So, like my mom when she gave birth. Yeah, she threw she threw you out in the world, and then she's like, "I don't care about this anymore." Dear mom, if you're listening, that was a joke. Love you very much. Uh, I don't think it was. I'm gonna call Nate's mom a little later and tell her that Nate was being very truthful. So, what we actually do is we bring material, usually news articles, to the table. There's a catch, though. There's a catch. I don't know what Nate's bringing to the table, and he doesn't know what I'm bringing to the table. That's true. So there's constant surprise, and it's a weird world out there. And we firmly believe that there's humor to be found in everything. Absolutely. Thank you for that, Jules. And I'm going to start things off here oh. with an article very near and dear to my heart. You always start. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do about it, huh? I'm starting. I'm going to fight you <laughs> in this room. Ah, <laughs> oh, ah. Oh, dang it. Start. Uh, this is from... Uh, the, the Metro, which is a UK news source, and uh, headline reads as follows: Man broke record by going to the cinema to watch Captain Marvel 116 times. Did it just come out? 116. What the times. heck? Steve Ruppel, age 39. Wait, stop! Spent- <laughs> stop! Steve Ruppel. Yeah, that's his name. Are you <laughs> really going to make fun of this man for his name? Yes. That's, that sounds pretty normal to me. R U P P E L. I thought it was R U P P L E. Steve that would have been funnier. Don't. Moving on. He's 39. <laughs> he spent over 12,000 minutes watching the film, which is from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He said he needed to watch the movie at least 104 times to break the record, but decided to make it 116 <laughs> times as he collected the evidence. Oh, my God. He said, to be official, I got to have certain pictures taken in front of the poster. I got to have two written statements saying I was there. So I'm trying to think, if anyone wants to break this, I really don't want to re-break it because this one has been pretty tough. I don't think I'm going to try this one again. And it says this isn't the first record he's broken. It's actually his fifth record. Oh, what is other records? Well, he set the record for running a half marathon while wearing the greatest number of t-shirts, which he <laughs> did by squeezing into 52 t-shirts. Oh, God. How did he not die? <laughs> it's unclear. Uh, he's also the quickest person to drink a liter of gravy. <laughs> chugged it yeah he did it in a minute and 12 oh. seconds oh my gosh also how did you not die doing that that's another good question and um yeah he said he had to take time off work to do it <sighs> yeah so what 
one point, thing I want to point out, the record was 104. He went 116 just to ensure his victory. Mm, that's... But at what point would you just be content? I mean, I I'd be content even, at 105. I would be content at four. That's very true, yeah. But if, I, you're, if you're looking to break a record... Okay, well, let me just say this. My favorite series of all time is probably Star Wars. I love Star Wars. And when The Force Awakens came out, I saw that three times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not intentionally, just different people were going to see it. By the third time, I, a huge Star Wars fan, was was still like, I don't know, man. This is getting a little bit old here. Oh, one second. Oh, we got, we got our in. first guest coming in. What's up, Johnny? How we doing? Good. Uh, do you want... Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> I just broke the mic stand. Yeah. Johnny, uh, how do you... Uh, Johnny, we got some well, questions for you. Yourself. Introduce yeah. yourself. What's up, guys? I'm uh, I'm Johnny Auger. I am friends with Giuliano and Nate. Well, that's putting it loosely, I would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are great friends. Is that better? <laughs> we are best friends forever. I have the greatest of friends. I have all the friends. Uh, so, Johnny, we got some questions. Johnny, we got some questions for you. I'll talk for Giuliano because he's not near a microphone okay, right now. Hold on. Now. Let me fix this mic stand real quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm glad you stopped by, Johnny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Uh, I had to go print something. I just boom mic in it. Okay? <laughs> I mean, you got a brace, but yeah. Oh, frick. Well, you know that the pop filter isn't the mic, right? <laughs> <laughs> Johnny just. Uh... All right. So, so Johnny, tell us. The mic, though. All right. the mic. How many okay. times would you say is the amount of times you could watch a movie without you being bored of it? Over time, or like yeah, in just the... just no, over time. Yeah, like, like let's say in a month. Yeah, in a month. Your favorite movie in the world. How many times could you watch it without hating your life? Maybe like twice a week. So eight times total. Eight times total? Yeah. For, so you do it twice a week for a month and you're I done. I could, yeah. If I really like it, I think I could. Do I you th- like how do you think you would feel if you had to watch it like 30 times? I don't think I would like it. I would definitely get tired of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why? Um, okay. Well, the context here is there's a man who's broken a world record for watching Captain Marvel 114 times. Wow. And how long? In a uh, month? Is that your question? Is well, that... since it came out. It hasn't even been out a month. Right. What are you doing with your life? Yeah, well, he's doing a lot with his life. He's watching Captain Marvel. So... He broke a record, though. Yeah, that he's... is true. That so is would true. you do that for a record? I record? would do it for a record because then, like, it's a goal that you're trying to accomplish. Yeah. And I think that's a pretty cool record. All right. So I would definitely do it. So one last question for you. People of the podcast want to know, tell us about... The last time you pooped your pants. <laughs> the last time that I pooped my pants. We're gonna yeah. ask this to everyone. Yeah, come on. I think it had to be when I was little. Really? No, but like we need it. We need details. Yeah, we need details. Oh, I, story. Well, I don't really remember the whole thing because oh, it was before on. the age. You tell me, you haven't I... pooped your pants in the last five years? <laughs> I have not. Actually, <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm going through my head right now. I don't think it's happened in the past five years. Pretty quickly. You got a you got a funny story for us? Tell us a funny story, Johnny. Um, I have one, but I don't, I don't want to say it on air because it was a very messed up, and people listen to your podcast. Well, we're not going to put it on air if it's real messed up. Well, I don't, can you not put this on air? Can I just tell you guys? Yeah, that? Go ahead. Oh, yeah, sure. Got you right on mic. Yeah. All right, you guys got to promise like that. Yeah, sure. All right, so I'm sitting at my. I was really freaking out, to be honest with you. Wow. So, that, that was, was great. Yeah. So, I mean, that was great. We definitely won't put that in the podcast, but thank you very much. Yeah. Yes, of course. Johnny, thanks for stopping by, man. Stopping in, man. You're actually the first person to ever stop by, so thank you. You're, yeah, you're our first the guest. First yeah. This is going in the history books. Like going in the. Yeah. I mean, I could watch 
like a movie 115 times. Yeah. All right. There Did you go. break that record? All right. Yeah. Well, thanks to Johnny for uh, for stopping by. That was really great, Johnny. I will say, one of the one of the things that I also don't get is the man ran a, mar- a half marathon with 52 shirts on. To me, yeah. that's incredible. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, 52 shirts. How many pounds do you think that adds onto a person? I don't know. At least five. Oh, you're just sweating right back onto you, yourself. Yeah, you, the sweat you generate is worthless. Oh, that's so unhealthy. And uh, coming across the finish line is Bob and... Oh, and he passed out. <laughs> that's how the announcer went at the that's finish like, line. That's like wearing three coats and running a marathon. <laughs> I think it might be a little more than three coats. How much How much weight do you think he lost from the sweat? Uh, probably none because the sweat couldn't go anywhere. It was under 52 layers. Jeez. Welcome back to our new reality show. It's called My 52-Layered Shirt Life. <laughs> and all it is, it's one guy. Is that like my 600-pound life? Yeah. But they're just wearing shirts? Yeah. No, well, he just has to wear 52 layers of shirts everywhere he goes, and it's just a, video, a documentary of his life, and it's just horrible. I'm going to send an email to TLC, yeah. and I'm going to be like, listen, I'm 600 pounds, and then they're going to come to my house with a camera crew, and I'm just going to be wearing 80 shirts, <laughs> and they're going to be like, dude, you're not 600 pounds. And I'm going to be like, yes, I am. Like... Right now I am, and I'm gonna like I'm gonna go run a marathon right now. You want to check it out? You want to bring your crew? What if, what if the thing originally started as him being like I'm gonna wear three shirts when I run this marathon, and somebody was like, Oh yeah, well I'm wearing four, and he was like, Okay, I'll wear fifty two. Yeah, just like he did with the movies. He <laughs> yeah. just wanted to beat yeah, it out just by wanted... like you know eight more. Yeah, exactly. So if we do the math here, that means the next runner up was wearing like forty shirts. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Because he did sixteen more than the hundred. How many did? How many more did he, he did? Twelve more. Okay, so so if somebody was wearing forty. This shirts. man is just the twelve more man. Yeah, he's just the twelve. <laughs> That's his superhero. Yeah. Twelve. Anything you do, I'll do twelve more. He's so he drank what a liter of gravy. That's I don't know what the 12 how many ounces from, is that. I don't know. That's probably, just twelve more uh, ounces. Isn't a liter like guy. sixteen ounces or something like that? So the first guy just drank four ounces of gravy in one sitting, <laughs> and he's like, like "Listen, can, man, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a liter, twelve more than you. Gotcha." <laughs> <laughs> what else has this man done that he's done? 12 I've drank more? zero ounces of battery acid. Help me, twelve more, man. <laughs> All right, I got gotcha. you. I'll drink 12 ounces of it. <laughs> That's such an extreme amount. It's not even proportional to the thing that he, that is being done. It's just 12. Well, he's just 12 more, man. Yeah, he's just 12 more, man. What hey, I've you? um I have two kids. He's like, I have 14 kids. I have 14. What's the big deal here? 12 better than you. I'm 12. always 12 steps ahead of you. Tallest man in the world is like, I'm 7 foot 5. And he's like, well, I'm 8 foot 5. How does that make you feel? <laughs> Twelve inches, I get it, sir. I can, I can clearly see that you're not eight foot five. Listen, sir, um, I have, I have twelve. My cow has twelve udders. Oh yeah, my, my cow, cow is twenty four. My cow has twenty four udders. <laughs> that makes no sense, sir. At all. That is clearly a lie. Well, I genetically modified my cow like about 12 years ago um, so that I could always be prepared for this moment. Yeah, I genetically modified my cow 24 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, let's 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 move on. You got one. Okay. 
Yeah, I got one. Huff Post. Huff Post has some good weird news yeah, articles. I, I respect Huff Post. They've been doing good work. They've been keeping the. Keeping you are the right over there. Alive. You're kind of yawning. You're just I'm laying little, back in your chair. I'm a, I'm a little tired. Okay, sue me. It's 4:21. You missed it by a day. Let's go. Weird news. Huff Post. This is the headline. Who is leaving bowls of mashed potatoes around Jackson, <laughs> Mississippi? <laughs> That's such a broad question, yeah. too. Jacksonville has, is a huge city. It's Jackson. Yeah. Who is leaving bowls of mashed potatoes around Jackson, Mississippi? <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? <laughs> Who is it? Some locals think it's a harmless prank, but others fear the mashed potatoes are poison. Residents of a neighborhood in Jackson, Mississippi are confused by the bowls of mashed potatoes they're finding on their cars, porches, and mailboxes. <laughs> <laughs> mailboxes who puts some freaking mashed potatoes on a mailbox this guy resident jordan lewis described the bellhaven neighborhood as a quirky one with <laughs> residents decorating road signs and putting christmas trees in potholes <laughs> <laughs> this is just a weird that does time. not happen there's no way that happens so we don't know if somebody's just playing a prank or if someone just had a lot of leftovers lewis said <laughs> but sebastian b Says, some residents fear that there's a more sinister message behind the potatoes. Mm, sinister. So some people think that the mashed potatoes are being left to poison animals. Um, and, and it says that nobody's tasted it. And uh, Makes sense if you think it's poison. Right. And this Sebastian B. guy says, I didn't taste it. I have a three-second rule, so I didn't touch it. <laughs> like, oh, there's so much for this one. I love the the guy... Who's putting this around? He's just plopping it down with nothing to hold it. No, it's it looks like it's in bowls. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then why would the three-second rule matter? Well, actually, yeah, because it's bowls of mashed potatoes. I don't know why the three-second rule matters, because if it's in a bowl, if it's on the ground and it's in a bowl, yeah, who's, well, then who, who says cares? It's on, right, it's not on the ground. It's in I a bowl. Think, I think this is the work of a budding chef who just really wants somebody to try his mashed potatoes. I'm going to go around and put my mashed potatoes all over Jackson, Mississippi. And then I'm going to have people taste it. And then the animals eat it and they die because it's so good. People think it's, it's poison, but I, the animals just I love it I live so by much. myself in Jackson, Mississippi. I live up by myself and I make the mashed potato and no one, no one at home to eat the mashed potato. I make 40 pounds of the mashed potato no one eat. 40 a pound that needed to go all over the Jackson, Mississippi. <laughs> so I put the bowl of mashed potatoes over Jackson, Mississippi all around in the bowl. People say that they got the, the three second rule. <laughs> But it's in the ball. Who gives a who gives a, a, a macaron about about the mashed potatoes? Took me a lot to not swear in Italian there. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was. Who cares about the mashed potatoes? <laughs> who cares about the mashed potatoes all over the Jackson, the Mississippi? Channel Four, Jacksonville. We we pulled in a man from the street who is oddly obsessed with these mashed potatoes. Uh, 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 um, Paul, Paulio from, uh, from Italy, <laughs> that's his name. He, uh, he is adamant that he did not make the mashed potatoes yet is also adamant that they are delicious despite not having tasted them. We're here with Paulio. Uh, hey, Paulio, uh, Sarah here with, with channel four. Uh, tell me, how do you know about these mashed potatoes? 
Well, you bought the mashed potatoes all around the Jackson, Mississippi. I, I, I'm sorry, Paul. You put the mashed potatoes around Jackson, Mississippi. I, I, I put. I think I, I want the people to taste my cooking. <laughs> Uh, okay, so, so I just... put the mashed potatoes okay. around the Jackson and Mississippi. So to be clear, you did put the potatoes around. I say, I say <laughs> to my to my friends on on the air, on the air on, on Jackson and Mississippi news, Jackson and Mississippi news. Hello, hi. <laughs> <laughs> I said. That I just want the people to taste my mashed potatoes. So Jackson, Mississippi, the balls of the mashed potatoes on the ground, the three-second rule. Oh, okay. Is there anything to the rumor that there's poison in them? The poison? What's a poison? What's a poison? Well, because people are worried that potatoes show up out of nowhere. It's kind of like, why, no, would, anyone, no, no. What why would anyone it? do that? What is know? a poison? What is a poison? What is poison? It kills, kills things. Well, some, peop- some of the people might say... That my mashed potatoes are so good that people die when they eat it in the bliss, in pure bliss. They love my mashed potatoes that they just kill over and die. Okay, so there. Okay, uh, you hear that, Fred? There is substantial health risk in eating these mashed potatoes. No, 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 no health risk. You're going to love it so much, you're going to pass away. You said people are going to die. (laughs) You're going to love my mashed potatoes. Are you saying it's not a health risk to die? Not if you like it in the mashed potatoes when you die. <laughs> it's still death, though. I, I, excuse me, Jackson, Jackson, Mississippi. <laughs> you see a mashed potato on the ground. You look at it. You see the mashed <laughs> It's going on for way too long. You see the, the mashed potato on the ground. You look at it. You, you an- analyze it. And you see. You got the, the mashed potatoes in a bowl on the ground. Okay, no one has eaten the mashed potatoes. You might as well try. Woo, 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 woo. Paulio, you're under arrest for uh, illicit distribution of mashed potatoes. You have the right to remain silent. You have Eli- the right to Elizabeth? <laughs> My friend, his name is Elizabeth. What does she have That's to do with That's the handcuffs going on. Oh, why are you cuffing my, my wrists? Why are you cuffing my wrists and then, over here? <laughs> and then he's dragged off the set. Why are you dragging my wrists? <laughs> I don't want the mashed potatoes. Wow. All right, you got one? Yeah, that was, that was a wild ride. All right, I got one here. All right, go ahead. A homeless Australian man reunited with his lost pet rat by police. Okay, I mean, that's that's not that weird, but let's see. All right. Chris 59 is a well-known figure in downtown Sydney where a rat named Lucy is usually curled up on a box in front of him. And one day his little companion disappeared as he stepped away to take a toilet break. After a social media appeal... New South Wales police tracked down the missing pet and reunited the pair on Thursday. Chris assumed that Lucy was stolen after she disappeared. And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's about the story. Anyway, it's like the police, the police did it and he's happy and everything. Anyway, what I think is interesting about this story is not that a homeless man has a pet rat because good for him. Yeah. But what I think is interesting is how did the police find this thing? Yeah, that's very true if you because, think about it. Because, yeah, I mean, think about it. Imagine if, like, New South Wales, I don't know much, much about it. I'm assuming it's equivalent to New York City, though, in terms of, like, density in the urban center. Sure, sure, sure. New South Wales? I think maybe just South Wales, Australia. It's probably a big city. 
Yeah, dude, it's like a, it's like an urban area. Yeah, right. It's right near. So right imagine, near Sydney. imagine you're a cop in an urban city, and uh, your chief comes in. And he goes, "All right, I got a new case for you. You got to find this rat." <laughs> <laughs> and you and your partner are like, "Ah, oh, jeez." You and your partner are like, about? "All right, you got any leads on the case?" And he's like, "Nope." Okay, where was it last seen? On the street. Okay, where is it now? I don't know. Who was the last person to see it? We don't we don't have any witnesses. So if the first thing I would think of is that the rat is is just like a nickname for a killer or something. <laughs> you got to find the rat. You got to find the like, rat. Oh, who's the rat? Is he is he, you know, pretty dangerous guy? He's like, no, I mean an actual mouse. <laughs> or there is a guy named the rat, but that's not the chief is talking about. Right. All right, time uh it's time to find the rat. Yes, I've been waiting for a big assignment. Oh. Not that rat. No, actually. you got to go find this guy. I'm talking rat. about a, a real rat. Like, how, I'm just amazed that the cops found it because where where were they looking? Also, there are probably so many rats. There are so many rats that they were just like, "All right, we got one rat." Do you think, imagine you're like trudging through the sewers and you stumble upon a rat's nest with just thousands of rats, and you're like, Ew. "All right, well, just grab one and one, go." One of them is this rat. <laughs> You, how you, how do you possibly find the rat? You're in the sewers. You're in this area with like thousands of rats, and you're just like, I, I don't know. This is really disgusting. It smells like poopy. <laughs> and he just grabs one and starts running back up, and he brings it to the man, and the man's like, Nah, this isn't the one. <laughs> Go back down there. And then you're like, Boss, Go back down. Go back down. Boss, I I went down there, and there were so many, and it smelled like poopy. What are we gonna do? And the boss is like, you got to find that rat. Well, you know what's interesting is... Um, Does it have any characteristics yes. that make it unique? When, they, when the officers asked the guy to make sure they got the right animal, he said, yeah, that's her. She's got the blind eye. She remembers me. So Wait, blind eye, she remembers me? Those two don't have anything to do... Like, what those do are mean? just two characteristics. She has a blind eye and she remembers him. So Weird. How do you, how does he know that the, the well, mouse remembers? I guess it? if he spent a lot of time with this rat, the mouse gets into the man's hands. It's a rat, to be clear. Or, sorry, the rat gets into the man's hands, stands up on two legs, puts on a hat, and says, "Hey, I remember you." <laughs> I I picture like they when they get the wrong one, he like holds out his hands and they put they put the rat in his hands and they're like, "Is this the right one?" There's a pause and then the rat just like chomps down on his hand and he's like, "Ah, nope." That's not it. That one doesn't remember me. That one does not remember me. <laughs> also, this one's not blind. Go find a blind one. The guy goes back down in the sewers. He crawls through all the poop. And he's like... He's like, all right, who here's blind? And then the one, the one of the rats is like, that's me. He gets on two legs, puts on a hat and a coat. He grabs a, he grabs a briefcase and he starts walking out of the sewer right next to this man. He climbs up the ladder himself, you know, like a normal person climbs up a ladder. Right. And then he gets out and he walks through the city. But before he gets to to his to his owner, he goes to um, he goes to a Starbucks and he picks up a quick um, a grande pike. <laughs> the, like, the rat does. Yeah, the rat does. I'm talking about the rat, by the way. The rat grabs a. He goes. Hey, uh, the rat I? goes. Hey, I'll have a I'll have a grande uh, salted caramel cold foam cold brew. Uh, actually. We're out of we're out of caramel today. Can I offer you oh, anything else? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'll get a I'll, I'll get a venti uh, flat white, extra hot with soy milk. All right, and can I get a name for the order? Um, yeah, sure. Rat. That's R A T. 
Okay. And then the, the Starbucks person, because they always write the name wrong, yeah. writes R-A-T-T. <laughs> they, he writes W-R-A-T. <laughs> W-R-A-T, okay. Uh, order for well, rat? <laughs> uh, actually, it's just rat. Thank you very much. Oh. Um, and then, like, the person's looking around. They're like, what? Who's? <laughs> excuse me? And then um, he, like, leans over the counter and bends down. He crawls up the counter and yeah. he's like. Takes his venti flat white extra hot with soy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so can I get this? Can I get this really small? <laughs> he gets a venti. He gets a venti and he's a rat. He gets a venti and he's like, "Hey, any candy? Anyway, I could get this in a super small cup." And they're like, "Yeah." And then they like put a drop in one cup. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh yeah, that's great. That's, that's perfect. Yeah, you can take the rest for a tip. You know, <laughs> you guys can give this to somebody paid else." Nine dollars for his venti. So he walks next to the cop. He's like. I'm going to escort you to your owner. Yeah. And he's walking. He's got a coat. He's got a briefcase and a hat and some sunglasses. Gets back to his owner. Oh, he's blind, too. So he's probably got the little blind cane. Well, he's half blind. He's not full blind. Oh, so he can see a little. Yeah, he can see a little. Okay. So he gets back to his owner, and he's like, oh, yeah, I remember you. And he's like, oh, hey. Hey, oh, rat. Hey. <laughs> hey, rat. Hey, rat. W-R-A-T. <laughs> He's like, yeah, it's been a while. Um, and he co- he outstretches his scar-covered hand from all the different rats yeah. who have not remembered him. And he goes, "Sorry, I was on." A- Rat goes, "Sorry, I was on a business trip. I, was- <laughs> I had to go. I had to go." Um- Sorry, I had to take a call, and it yeah. ended up being a whole thing. And- I was on a cruise, and um, I brought my family too. <laughs> my son's name is M A W S S Mouse. Yeah, <laughs> I got one. Suspected robber turns out to just be a Roomba. <laughs> Hate when that happens. If you don't know what a Roomba is, it's one of those um, robot vacuums. <laughs> like the tiny robot vacuums. <laughs> so let's get into this here. Let's figure out how this happened. Yeah, let's dive in. Deputies in Portland, Oregon, of course Portland, <laughs> responded to a possible home invasion, but the intruder they found wasn't alive. Or a person. It was a robotic... <laughs> or <vacuum>. intruding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they forgot that part. Or in doing a home invasion. <laughs> I like how they leave it out in the open. He might have been doing a home invasion. Yeah, it says... Deputies in Portland, Oregon responded to a possible home invasion, but the intruder they found wasn't alive or a person. So it, it was an intruder. So it was invading the house. This wow. is just a sentient robot who is scaring people. Interesting. The Oregonian, Oregon Live <laughs> reports. Oh, jeez. Oh, man. Reports a house sitter in Cedar Hills called 911 Monday saying someone was inside the bathroom. <laughs> they, they hear, like, movement in the bathroom. It's like, oh, my gosh. Boop, boop. 911, what's your emergency? There's someone in the bathroom. Oh my gosh! But they don't hear footsteps. They just hear like <laughs> it's like turning directions because it keeps hitting walls. <laughs> There's definitely a person in the bathroom. It's definitely, everyone I know walks like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it sounds like when I walk. <laughs> The Washington County Sheriff's Office says deputies entered the home and ordered the burglar out, but nothing <laughs> happened. I just think of like eight cops breaking into the house, kicking the door open and going, out of the house right now! If you're a burglar, get out! 
We're going to clear this room if you don't leave on your own terms. And they're just all pointed at the tiny bathroom. They're yeah. like, come out. We got the room surrounded. No, re- no response. They're like, get the SWAT team in here. <laughs> do, do, do. And we're back on Channel 4. We have a... a um, A a situation in progress here where a man has barricaded himself inside a bathroom (laughs) of a a young woman here. And uh, they got helicopters like, yeah, like Uh, over the 15 armed officers are at the the bathroom door, which has no other possible exits. And the man refuses to come out. We're going to throw it out on site to um, to uh, Lady Corcoran, who is uh, (laughs) <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying. We're gonna throw it out to Lady Corcoran, who is our on-site reporter. Lady, <laughs> hey, uh, my name's Lady, uh, Lady Corcoran, and <laughs> that's the first thing she says. Yeah, that's her first name is Lady. It's, instead of reporting, she goes, "Hi, I, my name is Lady." <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, my name's Lady, uh, Lady Corcoran, and um, yeah, really, not much has happened. The police have been shouting at the bathroom door for about an hour and a half now. And literally nothing has happened. So I think the SWAT team will get here soon and they're going to break down the door. Deputies then opened the bathroom door with guns drawn <laughs> and discovered the automatic vacuum cleaner. <laughs> and they were like, ah, all right. They must have felt like such idiots. I know, they must have. Not, not idiots because, I mean, how could they have known? But idiots because what a waste of time. So imagine you're a cop in this situation. You get a call. From a lady. Somebody's in the bathroom. Somebody's in the bathroom. They're in my house. And then you're just like, you get there and you start calling out at the bathroom door and nobody's answering. Okay. You're thinking maybe there's a guy in there or a girl, you know, I don't want to be biased, that is just being really quiet. Imagine this. Imagine you're the girl. Yeah, I'm imagining. I like that. You're in the house and you hear from the bathroom. Kids are afraid of the dark, Mom. <laughs> I know the kids are afraid of the dark. <laughs> we're gonna come here at night, and we're gonna we're gonna burgle the place, Mom. <laughs> and then you're the lady, and you're like Joe Pesci's in my bathroom, <laughs> and you're like you call the cops, and the cops are like, and you're like, nine one one, what's your emergency? Joe Joe Pesci's in my bathroom right now, and I don't know what he's gonna do. Joe Joe Pesci, the actor. The actor from Home Alone um, and and Goodfellas? Yes, Joe Pesci's in my house. Get somebody over here right now. (laughs) Cops get to the door and they're like, hey, we heard Joe Pesci's in your house. We want to meet him. It's like, Joe Pesci's in the bathroom. To be clear, I did not invite him. Did not invite him over. I don't know what he's going to do. They they open the door. They break down the door. And it's Macaulay Culkin sitting on the toilet. Oh, man. with, With a voice recorder. And oh. he's just playing Marv and and uh, dastardly who, who the other uh, Joe and that voice. is classic Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay, Macaulay. That's how I pronounce it. That's really weird. Yeah, Macaulay, not Macaulay. Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin. Lady calls and she's like, Macaulay Culkin's definitely in my bathroom right now. <laughs> And then they and come and like, arrest uh, the lady because she's holding Macaulay Culkin hostage <laughs> in her bathroom. Macaulay Culkin's actually tied up in her bathroom. Yeah. And then they open the door to the bathroom. And it's Anthony Rizzo. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I was going to say, it's the bird lady from Home Alone 2. And it's the bird lady from Mary Poppins. Yes, yes. And they're like, you don't even have a speaking role in the movie. And then the lady... She's like, yeah, I do. I say one line. And then the bird lady from Mary Poppins says, open the cabinet. I got someone in there. And then she opens up... She has someone in there? She has somebody hidden in the cabinet. And she opens up the cabinet, and it's Lynn manuel Miranda in oh. the role of Bert from Mary Poppins. Oh, that and makes she, so much sense. She's like, on set, he was being very mean to me, so I shoved yeah. him in this cabinet. Yeah. And then he starts he starts rapping, I'm not throwing away my shot from Hamilton. And she's like, shut up, Lynn. And she slams the door closed on him again. And, and you, just hear like, you just hear like muffled rapping coming right. from the cabinet. I'm just like my country. I'm mm. scrappy. Yeah, but it's like, <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, I am just like my country. I'm young, scrappy, and hungry, and I got somebody else hidden in this cabinet. <laughs> and then the cops like turn and around. The cops and like, wait, what? Wait, what? And then they open up the door again, and they're like, wait, you have somebody else in this? They're like, Lynn, your body is taking up every crevice of this cabinet. Like, you're squashed in here. There's Dude. no way there's someone else in here. Yeah, what are you doing, and man? Then, like, there's that cabinet's full. And Lynn pulls, he reaches into his pocket, and he pulls out a tiny cabinet. <laughs> He pulls out a tiny cabinet. He sets it on the sink yeah. in the bathroom. It's a very small bathroom. You got a bunch of people crowded in yeah. here. And then he opens up the cabinet. He sl- he opens up the two doors. It's like an opening door cabinet. Oh, my goodness. And it's a tiny Macaulay Culkin. Oh, and shoot. Like, I'm the real Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> the first Macaulay Culkin that you took out is oh. a fake. He shrunk me. He used the same technology from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, I thought you were going to say he used the same technology from Harry Potter when they do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That too. The same. It's for the same in both movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. Guy. Makes sense. Johnny Shrink, Shrink Man. And he's like, the guy who's in disguise as me is actually um, Bill Clinton, President of the United States. Yeah, and then and then he says, Expelliarmus. Yeah. And then he shoots his... Macaulay Culkin takes out a wand. He goes, Expelliarmus. <laughs> and then he shoots... <laughs> He shoots Bill Clinton with with his Expelliarmus. He yeah. throws him back, and then and then and then the Secret Service rush in, guns drawn, because they need to protect Bill Clinton. Right, and then like Bill Clinton is actually the real president of the United States right oh, now. Oh my goodness! Um, and then Macaulay Culkin says, "No, he's the mini Macaulay Culkin, the shrink, the shrink he down says, Macaulay." No, Culkin. I am. We need to pause the video right now. In this room, we have <laughs> Bird Lady from Mary Poppins. <laughs> How did she make it in there? I don't know. Bird Lady, Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton, who who just morphed from being Macaulay Culkin to change into large Bill Clinton. Several armed Secret Service agents. Lin-Manuel Miranda dressed as Bert from Mary Poppins. Yes. A mini cabinet with mini Macaulay Culkin yep. on, on top of the sink. He's yes. got his wand drawn. With wand drawn, Just yeah. shot at former President of the United States Bill Clinton. Who is slumped against the wall. Yes. Several so, armed police officers. That too. And then the armed police officers looking back and forth. They're like, what is going on here? Bill Clinton goes, I'm the real president of the United States right now. That man is Donald Trump what? in disguise as tiny Macaulay Culkin. Oh, but- and then he pulls out his wand and he goes. Um, what does he say? What's the one? What's the one with the animal? Oh, the Patronus? Yeah. He goes, Patronus! Patronium! Yeah, something like that. <laughs> he goes, Experio Patronium! <laughs> oh, no, and no, he... no, what is it? It's, uh, X... Uh, X something... But don't look it up, that's cheating. X... X something Patronum. Expungio Patronium. What's up, Tony? What's up, Tony? You want to sit down and be on our podcast? 
right now? Yeah. yeah. You guys live? Yeah. Not live. I mean, we're not live. We're just talking. We're recording it. We're just recording yeah, it. Yeah, let me put these away real quick. Let's All right. go. Let's go. Okay. okay. We're going we're gonna to get this going here. So hey, he says, oh, expecto patronum. That's, that's what he says. Expecto patronum. And yeah. then he shoots at Minnie Macaulay Culkin and then he turns into Donald Trump. Wow. So now we have. Got a couple minutes. So let's go. Yeah, okay. Here. So here's, here's the topic. And your name is Tony, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Tony, imagine you're in, the, you're in a bathroom or you're in a house house sitting. Okay. And then you open up. There's somebody in your bathroom, and you don't know who's in there. So you call the cops, and the cops come in, and then they open up the door to the bathroom, and Macaulay Culkin is in there. And who's that? Macaulay Culkin is the guy from Home Alone. From Home Alone. Oh. The blonde little kid. Yeah. Okay. The star of the movie. That's a little right now. Right, right, right. And then (laughs) the cops come in, and they're like, it's just a little boy. Well, this he's still back in time. He's still a little boy. He goes. Before all the drugs in. (laughs) Right, 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 right. (laughs) And they say, it's... It's just Macaulay Culkin. It's fine. And then Macaulay Culkin says, there's actually another lady in there, and it's the bird lady from Home Alone 2. <laughs> in his cabinet, by the way. Right. In the, in the bathroom cabinet. Right. Yeah. And then oh, the, the... They're playing hide and seek. That's what it is. Right, right. Oh, we didn't think about it. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So then we're, st- we're almost done here. There's a little bit more. Okay, okay. A little tiny bit more to the story. So then the bird lady says, there's actually somebody else in the cabinet right now. Uh-huh. She opens up the cabinet, and Lin-Manuel Miranda, dressed as Bert from Mary Poppins, comes out of the cabinet. And then, Tony's, Tony's looking at me like, something's going on here. This, there's a little tiny bit more to the story. There's just a touch more. Lin-Manuel Miranda goes, there's actually another person in that cabinet. And the cops are like, there's no one in the cabinet, though. He pulls a tiny cabinet out of his pocket. Out of, wait, a cabinet out of his pocket? A tiny, yeah, yeah, yeah. mini okay. cabinet. A very like, small cabinet. Like, you can yeah. put it between your fingers. All right. He puts the cabinet on the sink. A really tiny, shrunken Macaulay Culkin comes out, and he's like, "That's a fake Macaulay Culkin." Pulls out a wand and says, "He says Expelliarmus." Yeah. And he he shoots the the <laughs> real Macaulay Culkin or the big Macaulay Culkin. Throws this, him back. This is where it gets interesting, right? He throws okay. him back, and he turns into Bill Clinton, yeah. former president of the United States. Whoa. And at that moment, the door slams open, and armed Secret Service men run in to protect the president. Right. Right. And then Bill Clinton goes. This is all a ruse. I have been the real president of the United States for 20 years now. That man, that tiny Macaulay Culkin, is actually, and then he goes, expecto patronum. And And his patronus comes out, and his patronus is his wife, Hillary Clinton. Right, 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 right. right. And then then he shoots at the tiny Macaulay Culkin, who then turns into Donald Trump and... He says, You're you've been a fake president this entire time. Wow. And now we have a massive federal um chaotic chaotic event on our hands. Yeah. And underneath this the whole time there's a Roomba on the floor that's just been going to town cleaning the whole right. bathroom. So let's how would you react to yeah. that, Tony? Imagine, given that situation, how do you respond? I mean that's a lot to take in. Like <laughs> Oh, it's, even, it's, a, it's a lot, yeah. Begin it's... to remember everything in the sequence that you told me it in. So I don't know. I'd probably just walk out as soon as I started seeing like Two people in there, like an old lady with birds. Like I don't know if birds were in there either. Oh, that's true. She probably brought the. She, she probably had some birds like, with there her. You go, little 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 chirpies. Do you want to add a layer to this story? Yeah. What well, happens after? After so what was the last part? Donald Tr- Tiny Macaulay Culkin turns into yeah, big Bill Donald Pim- Trump. Bill Bill Pimpton Bill had Pimpton. just expecto patronumed little Macaulay Culkin <laughs> into into Donald Trump. Okay. And what said, happened? "You've been a f- I've been the real president yeah. this entire time." What happens next? Okay. Um, Stephen enters. And... Oh, a random guy named Stephen. Okay, okay, great. And then he goes, "Where's the soap?" 
he thought he thought this it. was his time to take a shower. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's he's because he's living there too. So Steven's been like, in the shower this whole time. Oh, Steve, has Steven been in the shower the whole time? And he pulls back. The <laughs> oh curtain. yeah, no, he doesn't come in. He's already in there, and he pulls out the curtain. And he's like, "Where's the soap?" And he doesn't realize that all this has been happening. Yeah, and then he's like, and he's he's like very embarrassed. Right. Yeah. He's he's kind of in the nude. He he yeah. like pulls the shower curtain over himself. He goes, "Why is why is Donald Trump?" Um, Lin Manuel Miranda, a bird lady, and and Bill Clinton, <laughs> and all these Secret Service officers, and, and all these cops. What are they doing in this what room? This and why is there a mini cabinet on the sink? And then Donald Trump pauses, and this is the last layer I'll add: is that Donald Trump pauses and goes, "I know what's going on here," and he pulls out his wand and he goes, "Expecto Patronum" <laughs> at Stephen. And Stephen, like, does this transformation thing, and we realize at that moment that the clock has just struck midnight, and, and Stephen turns into Cinderella, and he's been there the whole time. Got it. And then the final layer here is, at that moment, the pumpkin horse-drawn carriage crashes through the wall. Through the wall. Killing everybody in the bathroom. Oh, no, not killing. No, no, we don't want to kill anybody. Oh, Injuring everybody right. in the past. And then stepping <laughs> to the, to out. the point of almost dying. Yeah. Yeah. They, they turn to vegetables. Yes, yes, but they're alive. And then the door to the pumpkin <laughs> cart, whatever, opens. opens and it's and it's Doc from Back to the Future. <laughs> and he goes, the clock just struck midnight. I just came back from 1985. Yeah, so that's, I mean, that, what do you do then? Uh, that I'm just mentally exhausted. Well, we I'm glad we mentally exhausted yeah, well, even more. Yeah, I'm glad to exhaust this, you more. This thanks. is great. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Wait, for what's the name of your podcast? Baby Station. Baby Station. Yeah. yeah. Baby Station. And awesome. you'll probably be on it. Yeah, you'll probably be on it. That was good. Awesome. Are you yeah. Are you okay with being on yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Thanks All for right. having me, guys. Yeah, thanks but. for dropping by. Well, I think it's about that time, don't you think? Yeah. Um, we'd like to thank Gratch for our promo photos and for our cover art. The reading room for hosting us today. If you want to send in your articles, we're now taking listener submissions. So send them in to babystationsubs at gmail.com. That's babystationsubs at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at babystationpod. Share with your friends, family, non-family, others. And thank you to um, the color Opal. I don't think that's a color. For sponsoring this podcast. And of course, we'd like to thank you, our listeners, um, who we actually... (laughs) 